You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. It's our over-under win totals today. We're going to go through every team and pick the over or the under on the Bet Online win totals for the 2021 regular season a bit of news to tie into a couple teams here uh, as we get going on this day before the nfl season starts the gets going it? tomorrow night i am pumped we'll have that thursday game previewed tomorrow on the thursday morning show and do about half of the the sunday games and then we'll do the rest of the sunday and the night games and monday night preview games sort of an early game late game i think is probably how we'll end up doing it with the uh, the previews on thursday and friday to split those up between two weeks so we don't have to feel like we're cramming it all in into one episode for all the games every single week. I do want to remind everybody that this is the last day of the ultimate NFL season preview on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's got its own feed. Go find it. Your division is now up there, um, or you can just listen to every episode. It was a two-week-long event. Every single eight episodes, every single team covered, every single division covered with the help of some Odyssey experts like our friend Ross Tucker and Jason Locke and Fora. So go find that on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. At BD Peacock, at Williamson NFL is where you can find us on Twitter and yell at us if we disrespect your team today. Matt, did, did you feel disrespectful going through some of these overs and unders? Without question. I mean, first of all, this is since I started Locked On NFL way back when, this has been one of the more popular shows of the year and as you can imagine, rather controversial. What do you think of Williamson? They're easily going to get the nine wins. Every you know, and th- there's some mistakes made. It's, and I think this is true with all props. It's easier to be optimistic than pessimistic. Oh, I can see where they'll get to. You know, six yes. wins. That's easy. Well, you know, people lose every week. I mean, sixteen people lose every week. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> a, a couple little themes I wanted to mention is. You know, you and I were talking a little bit about this off the air. Some of them jump out to me as under, boom, move it on. A lot of them, I reference Warren Sharp's strength of schedule. And I think that bears a lot of weight in an exercise like this. And not the teams in the middle, but if they're projected for easier or really hard schedules, I'm going to take that into consideration. But so is Vegas, that they're not just pulling these numbers out of thin air. An exercise I often do is... I'm going to start with, especially it was easier with 16 just because it was a round number, but it's just the same thing. They have six games in the division. You'll hear me bring it up a lot. Like, what's the Bears record going to be in the NFC North? Hmm. Can they get the three and three in the North? Eh, probably more like a two-win team. So can they get the nine wins or seven wins with their remaining games? That's just the way my warped little mind works. So um, I also <laughs> like the, the teams that are at 0.5, you know, as opposed to a, a whole number are harder for me because if a team's at 10, I think it's a lot easier to look through the lens of, is this a nine win team or an 11 win team? And if you're half right, you push anyways. A lot of optimism for every individual team this time of year, and you don't know what's going to happen with injuries, and, and so many things can change. So everyone looks good on paper and had all offseason to fill holes and do all of those things. And we'll see whose plans uh, look the best in the eyes of Peacock and Williamson on today's show. There's one bit of news, and we're going to do these in alphabetical order, except for the first two teams who are in the news today because there was a trade that happened. And so we'll tie that in with the, and just ju- sort of jump into it with the Texans and 
the Saints here because there was a big trade, and I think this is an important one for the New Orleans Saints, and they've added a starting caliber cornerback in Bradley Roby and the Texans, and I don't see yet what exactly, according to Ian Rappaport this morning, about an hour ago, the deal was being finalized. So I don't know what the compensation is going to be for the Texans, but they are trading corner Bradley Roby to the Saints, and he's suspended for week one, but obviously, you know, um, it's a, it was a position of need for the Saints. I think that was really important, and Bradley Roby's not making like the league minimum, and the Saints always somehow find a way to fit everybody under the okay. cap, so I imagine there's some restructures to come for somebody, including Roby as well. Yeah, the Saints salary cap is the funniest thing in the world to me, but that's almost a side note. We've talked about that a lot <laughs> of the offseason. They'll just pick up anybody, and I don't know how it works. Uh, had they franchise Marcus Williams, I have no idea. Um, but the, a starting corner opposite Lattimore is one of their biggest needs. I mean, wide out as well, but it's probably the last piece on defense they needed. Um, he's been somewhat of an up and down player, but he's talented and he's had a, you know, a good run. And I think it's a quality number two. And it makes sense for the Texans. I mean, it's just super obvious what they're doing. They're just selling any asset they can for picks and totally rebuilding. And by the time they're good, that starting corner probably wouldn't have been the mix anyways. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a tough one for the Texans because teams are probably mad. It's like, well, one of the few good players and automatic starters you had on this team, you trade him away before the season started, and people are going to be calling tanking. And it's to be honest with you, it's the best thing the Houston Texans can do is get whatever assets they can for players who not are not going to be part of the next winning team in Houston. And I think we both agree they're not going to be a winning team this year, Matt. Let's jump in on the no. the Texans, then we'll hit the Saints, and then we'll go alphabetical order uh, with the Arizona Cardinals uh, on down alphabetical by city here so Houston Texans they have the lowest over under in the NFL at four do you see them beating that over under do you see them earning the number one overall pick the number one overall pick in last year's draft had one win and I think on paper the Texans are worse than the Jaguars were last year I do too I think this is an easy one I mean four to me is a massive number for them to get to which means for me to lose my under bet, they got to win five games. I mean, I do not see five wins on their schedule, and it doesn't matter who they play. I mentioned sharp strength of schedule. Only two teams have a tougher schedule than Houston to boot, although their division doesn't seem hard, but they're still the worst team at division under all day long. It's an under for me as well. It's hard to envision them getting to four wins. I don't see them winning many games in the division. I don't see them winning many games out of the division. And if they are to win a game, it might be week one, a sort of a sneak attack situation, which is exactly what the Jaguars did last year. We'll preview that Jaguars Houston matchup. There are some teams where I just don't know exactly what to expect out of them. Maybe Houston can be all mad and pissed off about what's going on there and go out there and, and beat a team early in the year that doesn't know how to prepare for them. Um, the head coach making his first ever, uh, you know, um, coaching appearance in the NFL in Urban Meyer as a quarterback making his first appearance in the NFL. Maybe they can sneak attack a win there. It's probably the best opportunity they have for a win on the schedule. And I don't think I will predict a win the rest of the way for the Houston Texans. And I still might not for the Jaguars in week one. You know, if they pull that off, and I think you have a good point, can they do it four more times for you to lose your bet? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they can sneak attack that many times. You could you can lay in the weeds once and get an NFL team, you know. Um, right. But, you know, who knows? Maybe you, you play a team twice a year, you learn them the tendencies, and that's kind of one of the things I think some of the worst teams, a lot of the ways they can get their wins is by beating a team that's better than them in their division just because they know them well. 
No, that's a good point. Uh, division games are different. There's no question about that. The New Orleans Saints here, the other part of this trade, adding Bradley Roby, I think that's a big piece, and he doesn't have to play right away in week one because he's suspended, so he can get acclimated for a week, and I'm sure he'll be out there starting in week two. Nine is the over-under at betonline.ag here for the New Orleans Saints. And a, a, a common theme for me when I was looking at these is I just hate Vegas so much because they're so good at this because I want New Orleans on paper to be a little bit lower so it's super easy to just slam the the over. But it's hard for the Saints right now, and I don't know what to expect. But I'm going to bet on Peyton, and I'm actually going to go the over on nine wins. And and this maybe is a tiebreaker here to help me out and help me feel better about their secondary because there's still a lot of good players on this roster. Could Jameis Winston keep his head above water? Yeah, I'm going to go with the under, though. I mean, I, I think they have a defense, a coach, an offensive line. Those are wonderful building blocks. But they won this division. They have a first-place schedule. I mean, people were just assume it was Tampa that won the division. It was the Saints. And they're playing their first month away from home, you know, in hotels and whatnot. The number's nine. I just think they're better chance they're an eight-win team than a ten-win team. Yeah, people forget they had a better record than the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the regular right, season, right. 12 wins. I don't know if they're three wins worse than Drew Brees throwing essentially yeah. left-handed. <laughs> right. Oh, I think their passing game might be better, but the weapons are a little thin, too. Yeah, yeah, they are thin on the outside. Actually, the whole roster's thin. Let's see here. Uh, just, just one of those teams that I can't bet against in New Orleans. All right, let's go back up to the top of the list here with the Arizona Cardinals. We're going alphabetical the rest of the way. The Cards in a tough division in the NFC West. Those teams are going to beat up on each other. Eight and a half wins. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, and this isn't really an indictment on them being a bad team. I mean, I have them ranked reasonably high in my power ranks, but I'm going under. I see one or two wins in the division, and with 11 others, I don't know that they're a sure bet to get to nine wins. So I'm going to go under, but that line of eight and a half is pretty darn good. You're right. Vegas is pretty smart on this stuff. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, I'm going to go reluctantly under as well on this one, even though I do like the Cardinals, and I'd be more bullish on them in a different division. They just have a rough schedule, not only in the division, but out of the division. And Some of the other teams in the division have um, easier schedules. Uh, so like the 49ers have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL, but the Cardinals don't because they don't play that fourth place schedule. And um, they were an eight win team last year. It's hard for me to predict, you know, a full game better than they were last year. Although they do have some pieces that I like. It's a huge year for Cliff Kingsbury. No, it absolutely is. So I, I hate to do this to people and you're the one that usually keeps us on track, but 32 teams, it's going to be hard to get them in under the, under the bell. Yes. So we're not going to go super detailed into all these, but uh, you'll get you'll get the gist of it. Yeah, we got to move on quickly. We're only three right. teams in here. Let's go to the Atlanta Falcons at seven point five. Matt, that's another under for me. And a couple of these teams, I noticed I had a lot of overs. So if I wasn't sure, I would throw that on the under. And that's probably what not a gate and a team I would put money on. Um, eight wins, seven wins, both those seem very feasible. Right in that neighborhood, it's a really good line. So I took under just because I had more overs and. Yeah, how much teams are going to win? How much better does the change in coaching staff help them? Because they didn't really fix what they needed to fix on defense to be better. They traded a rookie tight end for Julio Jones. That's probably a push, even though Pitts is is awesome. I mean, you got rid of a Mm -hmm. Hall of Famer, and he only you know he didn't play every game. So um, there's going to be some acclimation. It takes a while for a 
rookie tight end in the NFL. Matt Ryan, is, we know who Matt Ryan is. Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Was the coaching the problem the whole time? Is this a team that's just going to jump out there and be like, oh yeah, we actually had more bullets than it looked like the last couple years, and then they go out and you know shock everybody and win the division. You know, I could see them second place in the division. First place is tough, but I think it's more likely that they're uh, drafting in the top 10 again and maybe kicking themselves they didn't take a quarterback as, as good as Kyle Pitts is as a prospect. Yes, 100%. Um, one note that might be a theme here as well is I love Arthur Smith. I think it's a wonderful hire, but he's never been a head coach. I mean, mm-hmm. do we know game day is going to go a lot better? We just assume because it was so bad. You know, it's the same is true with the Chargers. Um, but first-time head coaches, they're swimming as well. And you think of that Titans offense? Like, Mike Davis isn't Derrick Henry. You know, <laughs> I think of Derrick no, Henry. Right. I don't think of this amazing passing game. No, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a little bit different for sure. We do need to get moving along here. We're hitting every team over under win totals coming up. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning back to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start this 2021 season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at bet online head to the website use your mobile device sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo make a bet on the Thursday September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. From football to basketball, boxing, and your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The Baltimore Ravens, 11 wins. This is a big number. It is the second big, uh, third biggest number, I believe, uh, for any team in the NFL. There's a couple teams with 11. I feel like uh, Baltimore, I just don't like the vibe. I don't like what's happening there in Baltimore. 11 wins, certainly doable. But if you're going over 11, that means 12. It's hard for me to predict 12, so I'll take the the push or under here. I did too. Um, just because it's a big number. 10 seems more likely than 12. I'd probably win three or four games in a really tough division. I mean, are they really going to sweep the Browns and Steelers? Probably not. A little bit of bad mojo right now. Some things to prove on offense. Just a huge number. So I'm going under with some reluctance. Tough division, too. They're going to beat up on each other there. um, And a tough schedule for the Baltimore Ravens. Buffalo Bills also at 11. Do you like the Bills more? than the Ravens. I do. I think that a lot of it's because of their division. I think they're a little sounder, less change from last year. I mean, they're bringing, everyone talks about Tampa bringing back all their guys. Buffalo's basically in the same boat. So yeah, I'm going to go over on 11 from Buffalo. They may sweep their division. I mean, possibility. I, I think their division did get a little better than it was last year. Yeah. I think yeah. every team did, but Buffalo was 13 and three last year. And uh, I think they're better coming into this year. As long as Josh Allen doesn't revert and, it's, and he doesn't even have to get better than he was last year. And what if no, there's more there for Josh Allen? And the running game is a problem. Buffalo winters, you know. But around the goal line, Josh Allen's kind of the running game too. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, I, I don't either. And I really trust the coaching staff. Solid roster. Improved the pass rush too. And I think they're in a good spot. The Carolina Panthers coming in with a seven and a half over 
under. I've been pretty bullish on the Carolina Panthers. I like the direction they're going. I would have preferred it to be just a hair lower, closer to what their record was last year, and they were a five-win team last year. I think they've got a couple more wins in them. Do they have three more wins in them, Matt? I think this was a hard one for me. I mean, I think they're an eight and nine team in the line seven and a half. So over, but man, I'm up at the farm on that one. All right. We're agreeing on way too many of these. I do think this is a big breakout year for Carolina with some reservations about their quarterback and, you know, a couple of things here and there on the roster. But I, I just I definitely like the way the the Panthers are going. And I think it seems like they're pretty well coached so far as well under Matt Rule there as well in Carolina and uh, yeah I've been on them I got to stay on the the Carolina Panthers bandwagon right now so I'm going to take the over 7.5 and the other thing is here and I wonder if uh, how how much this is because I in my brain a lot of times I'm looking at these numbers and I'm thinking oh this is uh you know eight is a a 500 team eight is below 500 there's an extra win on the schedule for everybody here so it's a little bit easier to get that over I think this year and I wonder how much Vegas factored that in they're pretty good I'm sure they factored that in quite a bit you do have to retrain yourself a little because I do this every year and like seven and a half, you get that extra game to get to eight, you know, like that's kind of what, was my, what put me over the edge with Carolina. Right. That's a lower number than it was ever before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another seven and a half team, the Chicago Bears, Matt. Are you bullish on the Bears? No, I'm not. Uh, this is one of the ones I felt strongest about. I think they're a five, probably six win team. I just think they have some problems, and as big a Fields fan as I am, I would expect them to have below-average quarterback play this year, no matter who it is. You know, I mean, again, I'll take Fields going forward. It's not what we're talking about. How good will the quarterback play be for the Bears in 2021? It's probably not going to be in the top half of the league. Yeah, see, this, this is one of those where I disagree with you a little bit, and I think no matter who starts at quarterback, it's probably going to be better than it was with Mitch Trubisky. And if not, Matt Nagy's getting fired midseason and probably won't get uh, to put his mitts on uh, <laughs> Justin Fields all that much. But I think when Justin Fields gets in there, it's going to be a problem for teams running past. There's going to be some high highs and some low lows probably. But with that bad quarterback play, they were an 8-8 eight and eight team already. And I just think they can do a little something, have a little juice. And I think we're going to be talking about Justin Fields as a Rookie of the Year candidate uh, when we're at the end of the year doing our awards ceremony Matt Williamson Brian Peacock podcast so I'm going to go with the over and disagree with you here on those Chicago Bears give me some Bears stock right now okay okay I mean your points are valid they were a playoff team last year I just think they're reeling a little bit Cincinnati Bengals six and five every team so far uh, except for Buffalo has at or above their win total by the way by Vegas I don't Mm, know if that's telling I'm going under here uh, I don't think the record will reflect it, but I think they'll take a step forward. Tough schedule, tough division. I mean, my, they'll probably win one game in the division, maybe zero. So six and a half, getting to seven with that premise is pretty tough for me. They're getting there, uh, but getting there is not good enough. They have not. They won't arrive yet. Uh, we'll see how that looks in 2022. I just don't think they're, they're going to defend well enough to to win a bunch of games in that division right now. So give me the under on Cincinnati. I agree. The Cleveland Browns at 10.5. Real, real quick, Coach oh, sure. Taylor in Cincinnati hasn't exactly proven he can pull out wins. He's he's on the uh, the Cliff Kingsbury plan, I think, where <laughs> right. you've got to start looking at him at a side eye and be like, all right, when's it going to happen? Yeah, and I'm about done waiting. 
the Cleveland Browns. We've waited on the Browns for a couple decades here. Ten and a half is a nice little number for the Browns to start a season. Browns fans got to be happy about that. Could you go over that, Matt? Yeah, I'm not sure how this adds up, but this isn't my department. I'm just looking at Sharp's chart here. The Browns have the third easiest schedule by his metrics. So if Baltimore's an 11-win team and Cleveland's 10.5, I think I'm going to take the over here. I think there's a much better chance they win 11 than 10. Um, I think they're really going the right direction. I, I think they have a chance to win the division. They'll probably win three or four within the division, maybe more. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about the over. And this is why it's tough for the Bengals. Three teams won 11 or more games in that division last year, and I think the Browns were one of them, and I got they got better, and I think there's still a lot more for Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to be better. Yeah. So that, that means this i got to go over here on the Browns. Yeah, I, I felt pretty good about that one. I thought that line was a little low. Dallas Cowboys playing tomorrow night, kicking it off against the champion Buccaneers. Nine is the over-under here. Are they a f- above 500 team, Matt? I'm taking the under. I I don't like anything about the Cowboys except for their injured quarterback and their receivers. And if their quarterback is injured and the coaching staff is bad, uh, it's not going to matter what kind of talent they got that out there on the outside. Yeah, and I don't think hard knocks has helped my view of them either. You know, I've watched them and been like, man, I'm a, this is not inspiring confidence to me at all. I just can't pe- picture Dallas as a 10-7 and 7 team. I They were actually my final wildcard team in the NFC, so I'm not killing them. I just don't think they can get to 10 wins, so I went under. Uh, eight wins got you in the playoffs last year in that division, so uh, an under of nine is still not the worst place to be. Right, right. The Denver Broncos, 8.5, led by none other than Teddy Bridgewater. How do you like those Denver Broncos this year, Matt? I mean, I often say about Bridgewater, he's good enough to get you beat. But I think that they're going to be really hard to play against with their style of football. Only your Niners have an easier schedule. I think they get the nine wins. Eight and a, eight and a half is not that much to get over with 17 games. I think they can grind out some wins. I love Vic Fangio. They're going to play defense. There's enough weapons for Teddy B on offense. Get the ball out of your hands quickly. Let the playmakers make plays. I think that's a recipe for an above 500 team and nine wins. So give me the over on eight and a half. Detroit Lions, the second lowest under at four and a half wins. There's uh, just like those Houston Texans at four. There's just not a lot of wins on the schedule here. No, and I think they're a lot harder to play against than Houston. And I'm guilty of this, of lumping those two teams together. Detroit would beat Houston eight out of 10 times, in my opinion. I'm still going under, um, like the Texans, very difficult schedule. They're 29th and 30th in terms of schedule. So I think that's enough. But that was tough. I mean, you're splitting hairs between four and five wins to win or lose this bet. I just, yeah, I can't go over on Detroit. And I feel like the best teams and the worst teams, they can't make the over high enough for the best teams. They can't make the under low enough for the worst teams. I hear what you're saying. Right, right. When we come back, we'll finish it up. The Green Bay Packers through the Washington football team. Did you know the Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone like coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. If you don't know, now you know. And they've always got special flavors running through like grasshopper cookie. 
you know, like Thin Mints? Yeah, that one. It's really good. Uh, peanut butter, though, is my favorite. What is your favorite flavor? If you're not sure, you can do a mixed box of Built Bars. Not only are they the best-tasting protein bar on the market, they're healthy, too. 17 to 18 grams of protein in every bar. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 or 5 grams of sugar and only 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. Also, Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Run Your Pool makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, office mates, or whoever you want. Uh, they offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, even more. Uh, Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football with one-week games, full season, playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Uh, unlike any other fantasy sports platform, Run Your Pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, restaurant, or whatever you like. Uh, reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. So here's what you do. Check them out today and you get 10 bucks off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Anywhere, everywhere in the world, Run Your Pool helps friendly and friends and colleagues and everybody compete against each other. Uh, the NFL season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Runyourpool.com slash locked on. Am I crazy? A team that's won 13 games the last two years with an angry revenge season, final uh, take a bow season for a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers only have a over under of 10. This is an easy over for me. What am I missing here? Yeah, I was about to, you took the words out of my mouth. I mean, it's not like their schedule's brutal. I think they win five games in their division. That's halfway there already. And I really think their defense is going to be a lot better. So mm -hmm. I thought this would be 11 and a half. You know, I mean, this was an easy one for me. What are we missing? This might be a situation where with all of the questions around Aaron Rodgers all offseason, it started out artificially low and they couldn't bump mm -hmm. it back up enough fast enough maybe. Maybe. I just don't know enough about the betting world, but I'm sure it was off the market for a long time and then low, and I don't know, but that seems like a winner to me. Here's a tough one. Indianapolis Colts. I think their division is one where you have to project them at least second in the division. 11-win team yeah. last year. They've got a pretty good roster. Nine is the over-under here, but I don't feel great about it still. No, I went under... But I think nine's a very good number. Again, I just pictured eight wins being more likely than 10. But this is one of those, you bet the under, you're going to feel great about it. They'll be one in four in the first five. And then they're just going to start chalking up wins, you know, because their <laughs> schedule gets really easy in this. And you just hope they can't quite get to 10 to beat you. All about the quarterback situation. Carson Wentz, uh, how's yeah. he going to play? Is he going to stay healthy? What's going on there? That's a, that's a huge one, and I don't feel comfortable with Wentz being good for 16, 17 games. Exactly. Him and Darnold are kind of you know, obviously frustrating. I went the over on Darnold. I'm going the under on Wentz. I would have liked you know, Wentz to have at least really had a full camp with his new team like right. Darnold did. You know? The Jacksonville Jaguars. They, the teammates got together and they voted 
number one overall draft pick, Trevor Lawrence, as a captain for this team. So it is Trevor Lawrence's team. It's Urban Meyer's team. What do you think about the Jacksonville Jaguars with an over-under of 6.5, adding 5.5 wins to their 2020 total? Yeah, that's too big a jump for me. I mean, I know that they play Houston twice, but um, you you mentioned they could even stumble in week one. Who knows? But I don't think they can get the seven wins. Mm. They're just not a very talented team. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, you know, not a winning organization in our lifetime, basically, under, and I feel strong about it. I agree. Let's talk about overs for Jacksonville next year. Yeah, maybe. The Kansas City Chiefs, the highest total on this list going into the 2021 season, 12 and a half wins. How do you like those Kansas City Chiefs? Back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, will they go back? I agree with something you said a minute ago about the bad teams, the number can't be low enough. The good teams, the number can't be high enough. I think this was the last one I actually filled out, and I went under just thinking the Chargers and Broncos are going to get one or two off them. And, you know, they're not the super deep team. Would injuries hurt them a little bit more than most powerhouse teams? But, man, I I think this is the one I would bet last. If we rank these 1 to 32 in confidence, this is my 32nd on the under. This is tough. I'm sticking with my theory, though, that it can't be high enough. And I just, Mm -hmm. it's one of the best teams in the NFL. And every week they're going to be projected to probably win the game they're playing. I think their division got better. Uh, I like. Obviously, everything going on in Kansas City, I think they can play defense. I think their revamped offensive line, which was my big worry coming into the season, is starting to look better and better on paper, and that's coming together, so we'll see how fast that happens. But uh, if it was 12, it would be a lot easier. I don't like that half, but uh, I'm going to take the over uh, on the on probably the best team in the league. Yeah, that's a tough one. The Los Angeles Chargers, this is a fun one for me because they've been one of my favorite teams. They're my dark horse team. If somebody was going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC West, it is the Chargers for me. I love Brandon Staley, defensive-minded head coach with their young star quarterback. Could we see a jump like we saw last year, like last year with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, and the year before with Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs right there in the division? We could see that. This is a double-digit win team to me. I'm taking the over on 9.5. Yeah, I don't have much else to add. You know, I mean... I do kind of like the Atlanta conversation. I think the rookie coach is probably an upgrade, but he's still a rookie coach. I just think they have a lot of tools there to work with. I'm going over as well. I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, better line. I like the weapons for Herbert on offense. And give me that combination of a lot of people talk about uh, Brandon Staley and what he had last year in L.A., right, with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. How about Joey Bosa and Derwin James to go Mm -hmm. with Brandon Staley this year? That's not bad. Not too bad. I mean, they're great building blocks for sure. And they have some young guys on defense, too, that are intriguing. And uh, I I always stress that, man, they actually have an offensive line now. Yes. Yeah, they've improved everywhere. And getting Derwin James back, a healthy full season from him, that guy's a star. A star. (laughs) Crosstown rivals Los Angeles Rams, Brandon Staley's old team. Ten and a half is the over-under there. My question is, is the loss of Brandon Staley on defense outweigh the addition of Matthew Stafford at quarterback? I think Raheem Morris is a pretty accomplished and strong coach, but I do expect the defense to take a slight step back. Their roster to me is not built on the strongest foundation because it's real stars and scrubbish, but I think Stafford makes a massive impact. 
I have them going over. I don't think getting to 11 and 6 is asking too much for this team. 11 wins is not crazy to ask for the Rams. I agree with you. And they should be uh, in the fight for that division championship and maybe the toughest division in the NFL. Let's go to a team that used to be in L.A., the Las Vegas Raiders. Over-under is 7. This one I feel very strong about the under. I can't imagine them getting to 8 and 9. The absolute hardest schedule on Warren Sharp's chart. And... Do they win one game in the NFC West? I mean, they're probably a dog in all six of them. So <laughs> it's, yeah. how do you get the nine? You know, I'm with you. This is an easy under for me. I don't like what's going on with Las Vegas. Uh, I don't. You like Derek Carr more than I do. Yeah. Their offensive line is worse. They. I don't know what they're going to do defense on defense. That got better there. Uh, the, everybody else in the division is better than them, and or or got better. Especially the Chargers and Broncos can take another step, and I just don't see it for Las Vegas. So give me the under on seven. Yeah, I agree. Miami Dolphins, nine and a half wins. Another tough one, but I went under. Um, It's sort of that plexiglass principle. I mean, just two years ago, they were tanking for Tua and trading Minka Fitzpatrick and Tunsil, and then they took a big step forward. Usually you take a small step back after a big step forward. They have a very easy schedule, but they were extremely reliant on special teams returns and uh, creating turnovers, things that aren't real sticky year to year. So I thought this was a good line, but I think they're more like an eight-win team. Yeah, this was one of the most difficult for me as well. Uh, even the under with nine wins is where I project them. That's still an above 500 team, and everybody else in the division is better than they were. So, you know, uh, right, the Jets right. are going to be much more difficult to play against. The Bills are still good, and the Patriots are going to be much more difficult to play against as well for Miami. So we'll see where Tua can take this team. There's no fallback option with Fitz, and Fitz kind of played out of his mind for a few weeks last year as well. Uh, wait and see still on the Dolphins. Give me the under, but I don't think it's much under. I hear you. This next one was really hard for me, too. Yeah, Minnesota Vikings at nine wins. How do you like the Vikes coming into 2021? Yeah, because I was rough on them in the power ranks. I think the mojo hasn't been great lately. I don't think it's a hard division, though, outside of Green Bay. I trust Zimmer to get the defense right. I went over, and this was just one of, is eight and nine more likely or ten and seven? And I lean towards the over, but I think they'll win nine. See, I'm the opposite. I'm going under on the Vikings. I think 10 is too much. So I I feel better about either pushing at nine or them winning eight games this year than confidence in them being 10 plus wins. Yeah, Uh, I might take that one back. I mentioned that the Chiefs were my hardest one. This might be my hardest one. The New England Patriots are up next. Nine and a half is the total here. And I've kind of put the Pats in with the New Orleans Saints. And there was another team. Um, and now I'm blanking. Steelers on. are kind of like that. Oh, yeah, Steelers. That was it. Yeah, Steelers yeah, is the I other bet, team because yeah. we haven't gotten to them yet. We're teams where it's like maybe people counting them out a little too early. Is this a 10-win team? You're going to take the over on nine and a half for the Pats. I am. I am. I think they're going to have a really good defense and a really good offensive line. And I think that's enough, and they'll be great on special teams as usual. That's enough for Belichick to churn out some tough wins and win two or two games that he probably shouldn't, even if Mac Jones is the 20th best quarterback in the mm-hmm. league this year. Oh, for sure. This team is better everywhere, even with Mac Jones just dinking and dunking. You know, be somewhat right, efficient. Right. Don't throw the ball to the other team a whole bunch. And the Patrick, they won nine games last year. They have an extra game, and they're a lot better. Bill Belichick's going to win 10 games. I think so. I think so. 
New York Giants. Uh, easy under for me with seven wins. That's way too high. I don't like anything about this team. I don't know how they get to eight and nine. I mean, this is bet the mortgage against the Giants. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't I don't look at the division and think, oh, they'll get a bunch of wins in the division. I don't know. I mean, maybe one or two wins in that division. Their O line's horrendous. You know, how are they going to deal with Washington and Philly's D line? Uh, I was shocked by this line. I mean, no way do they get the eight wins. I mean, they added a couple pieces, and yeah. this would only be one more win than their six wins last year. And there is an extra game to win. So I kind of wanted to make it as succinct as possible when I said I don't like anything. I, there's some things to like about them, but really the coaching staff and, you know, the front office and the quarterback aren't among them. So it's hard for me to say over on any number that has them better than last year. Right, right. I mean, uh, I don't see Daniel Jones and this coaching staff, just like we talked about with Belichick. I mean, they're not going to squeak out the tough ones and win a couple games that they shouldn't. The other team in New York, the Jets only won two games last year. Are they four or five games better? The number is six here, and I like where the Jets are going, but let's slow down a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, to lose the under bet, which I'm going to take, they got to get the seven. I mean, are they going to get the seven? I mean, from mm. being the, the a one or two win team last year, you know, second pick in the draft, that's just too big a leap. I, I like where they're going, but no, they're not getting the seven wins under strongly. Just like the Jaguars. Let's talk about the over yeah. in 2022. Right, right, right. Philadelphia Eagles, here's another under for me. Six and a half wins. I think this might be the third worst team in the NFL is, is kind of how I have things projected. And I can see how some things are, are better than that for the Eagles. Unlike teams like Houston and Detroit, it's hard to really envision something going great. But still, six and a half, I got to take the under. Yeah, I, I project a quarterback controversy throughout the year with the Minshew trade. And this is another team where their depth is really, really poor. So the first month of the season might look good, and then they lose one or two key pieces and can't rebound. I'm going under here. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I think I think folks are, are projecting the demise of the Steelers a little too soon. I mean, their defense is just flat out too good. And Ben Roethlisberger might be better this year than he was last year. I'm sure you are projecting, Matt, that he is better. And they were a 12-win team. They won the North last year. You're going to put the number at 8.5? That's just too low. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I'm going to pick them to win 9 or 10 games. Awful schedule. The Raiders are the only ones that are harder. Um, but I think the defense is as good, maybe slightly better, where it was than one year ago. And I absolutely think the offense is better. That was a terrible offense last year. Ben doesn't even have to be better for the offense to be better. They'll have some right. sort of running game. <laughs> right. That's a great point. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, easiest schedule in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, they're getting all their hurt players back. On paper, this is a very good team that should be battling for the top spot in the NFC West. I've got them over. Maybe I'm too close to the fire, Matt. Am I wrong having it over on 10.5, which is a pretty big number? No, I have over as well. And we were talking Niners on my Steelers show yesterday, and my co-host had a good retort to it because he's not as high on San Francisco as I am. And he said, well, what do you think the quarterback situation is going to be like this year? And I said, well, I think Jimmy will play well, but Lance is going to demand more and more playing time. And I think they win 12 or 13 games, something like that. He's like, you really think a rookie quarterback is going to do that though? You know, like the quarterback situation sounds fun, but it's a hard balance. And can Jimmy on his own take him to 11, 12 wins? Probably if things are good. But with Lance looming or handing it to a rookie, rookies don't lead their teams to double-digit wins very often. It's 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 interesting because the Trey Lance scenario is almost the under scenario. 
and the Jimmy G scenario, even right. though most people think Trey Lance is going to be better at some point, it, Jimmy G is the over scenario like they were in 2019 with a powerhouse defense. Uh, and so we'll see if maybe Kyle Shanahan can coach the best out of both and you have a better quarterback than either one by themselves. And that's the idea coming in, it seems like. So we'll see how that happens. That's a slippery slope, and I could see it going south as well. Yeah, I mean, you could write the fairy tale that Lance is just too good to keep off the field. They hand him the reins, and he's rookie of the year and wins 15 games on his own. But that doesn't usually go that way. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Some good teams here at the bottom of the list alphabetically here. The Seattle Seahawks should be battling with those 49ers for one of the top spots in the West. And they've got a lower over-under at 9.5. So if I go over with the Rams and San Francisco, I kind of got to go over with Seattle too because I think they're a good team as long as Russell Wilson doesn't get hurt. It's funny. I thought the same thing. And it's sort of that Steeler-Patriot logic too that Wilson and Carroll are going to win nine or more. I just am done betting against them. The metrics every year tell me that Seattle's going to go backwards, but they never do. So uh, this actually kind of cost Arizona because I went over on San Fran, the Rams, and Seattle and didn't really know what to do with Arizona. I'm like, I'm not all, all four are going to go over. In the division. <laughs> yeah, that would be a tough one. Uh, <laughs> right. Not right. impossible, but not likely either. The Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they started slow last year, finished with a title. If they start like they finished, got to go over 11 and a half, right? I took the easy over. I mean, again, five and one in the division. I mean, I, I can't see them losing two or more. Um, not a really difficult schedule. They bring everybody back. I just don't think they're going to lose six. Six losses seems like a ton for that team. That seems tough to project right now. We'll yeah. see how things play out, and things are always much more bizarre than you could ever imagine coming into a season, which is what makes this all so fun. Let's finish it up. Last two teams here, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, they, they, they nearly have a cakewalk to the top of the division. Right? The way things are going right now, there's only one team that's a true contender on paper coming into the year, and that's the Colts. Both of those teams had a nine. Uh, I think it's a lot easier to go over on Tennessee than Indy right now. Yeah, and jumping ahead just a little, but my logic was almost the same for Washington, who's at eight and a half, in that I'm picking both these teams to win their division. The numbers are nine and eight and a half. So they probably aren't going to win eight if you think they're going to win the division, right? And I think they'll have uh, uh, winning records when it's all said and done. Barely. Right. I totally agree. And look, these are difficult, too. We, we sound confident here picking our overs or unders, but these lines were done very well uh, at betonline.ag. Well. There's, there's not a lot of super easy ones here. And that gets frustrating when you're looking at these. Like, gosh, why that half? And they're so good just with the halves, too. It's like, why did you have to put the half in there? That makes it so much more difficult. Uh, so much halves, more difficult. The, the, the ones that are even that aren't have the half, okay, I can push. I can look at it and think, you know, a two-game difference, which one's more likely. Yeah. Those teams with the half, man, stay away from those. And the halves always went to the correct side of the big numbers, too, of the whole. Right. Match. You know, like, exactly. Like, I think they'll win nine or ten, and the numbers are nine and a half. Damn, I thought it'd be eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of eight and a half, here we go. Let's finish it up. Washington football yep. team, eight and a half wins, the reigning NFC East champions. They had seven wins last year, seven and nine won the division. They got an extra game to play. I think it's a better team overall. Could be one of the better defenses in the league this year. Yeah. And like I said about Tennessee, I think they're going to win the division. So I think they'll win nine games or more. That was an over for me. And people are more excited about Fitz than I am. 
I think there's a chance in a a story that you could write that is not extreme fiction that that quarterback situation totally blows up this year. Mm -hmm. But they still had the worst offense in the league last year. I bet it's not the worst offense in the league, even if the quarterback situation's bad. If they just have a few big plays, which we know Fitz can make, right? Play average on offense and play defense like we think they can in that division. That's a division title, and it's a ten-win team. Yeah, I, I think it's at least a winning record team. I think they're nine and eight or better. All right, we're both going over there over. on Washington. Good stuff. That is the over/unders on win totals for every team in the NFL heading into 2021. Where did we go wrong? At BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. On Twitter, we got football tomorrow, brother. And tomorrow we got football, so let's preview it. Let's start previewing all of the Week One games Thursday and Friday, starting with those Bucks and Cowboys tomorrow. Right here, Peacock and Williamson.